Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Stories Around Azeroth, uh, where we sit around and we talk about what we've done in this wonderful world of Warcraft that we like to call home. Talk about our journeys and some goings on around the community sphere and everything else. Speaking of community, we are joined by a special guest today, one Mr. Jin of Morally Grey Podcast. How are you, sir? I would say I'm excellent. Thank Brilliant. you for asking. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. What uh, For those who are watching the show who don't know who you are, what do you do over there? Like, uh, what is your jam? My jam is all about the lore. Um, we basically... Uh, go from the very beginning of the lore and we're going to just keep going until we run out and then we'll figure out what we do after that but um there essentially yeah yeah so we got a lot of, a lot of episodes to get through so I, I'm, I'm not worried about that yet um so ultimately it's it's been a fun ride so far because uh i was going off of the method of you know you don't have to be an expert to to figure this stuff out so you know i'm just talking about what i'm reading and as Ali likes to give me crap about, uh, I've still not read the Arthas book, but I will. I will read it eventually. It, the Arthas book itself is very, is very interesting as a read through. It, it changes a lot of the way you look at the character if you just jump straight into WoW. I think. Yep. It's I'll let you know once I read it. <laughs> Brilliant. Stuff. And one thing I've admired about more about ah words about the uh, morally gray morally gray podcast i'm a podcaster i can actually talk and speak is that sure? it <laughs> i think so is that it goes from the the uh like it goes deep and it it, it it's okay if you're not an expert at lore like i'm not an expert at lore as people say there are times i have to ask pete like oh what's this question here and i'm like one of the great podcasts is, is is great for me because i i listen along like Oh, that explains it, and and it, it's it's helpful to hear that side of it because it's because like some some podcasts I I've heard you just describe like like some they're so deep and like the they're like the Star Trek. No, I'm gonna get into Dangerous Four by by comparing Star Trek, <laughs> but but it, it it's it they're they're so hard to follow because they're like into things like but how do we get there? And like when I hear about stuff, I hear. I'm more gray. I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah. So the long story short is we go through the, the lore in chronological order from okay. well, we started at the literally the, the void and the light colliding and started the universe. And the latest episode, we were just talking about the troll wars. So, you know, that's about 2000 odd years before the dark portal. So we still got a long way to go. So have uh, it, so so the release of Chronicle has really helped then. Yeah, it's been big help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, so, we, yeah, we have been going through the Chronicle, uh, is where I'm pulling a lot of the source material from. And when I say we, the reason why I, I say that is because I also have a co-host on there named Fear, and he doesn't know jack crap about the lore. So that's kind of the, the idea is I'm explaining it to him, and he is trying to absorb as much of it as possible as we go along. That's pretty cool. What, what got you into the law side of things to begin with? I mean, for me personally, uh, I got into it heavily once Burning Crusade came out and I was trying to figure out what all these characters were. 
because I uh, I went onto WoW Wiki because it was the big thing at the time that had all the lore, and then you just go through many 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 different pages and hyperlinks as you find out bits and pieces, and you just get immersed. What was the what was the turning point for you to really get knee deep into the lore? I think the biggest turning point for me was um, it'd be Warcraft three, because Warcraft one I enjoyed. I had a fun time playing through that one as a small child. Uh, Warcraft 2, I spent a long time playing that one and racking up a phone bill using uh, modem connections. <laughs> that was that was fun. Me and my friend had to pay like $90 one month. Oops. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, once Warcraft 3 came out and they actually, you know, did the campaigns in an actual you know, chronological storyline rather than, well, you can play through as the humans and this is what happens if the humans win or you can play through as the orcs and this is what happens if the orcs would win. Because I don't, I don't know if everybody knows this. If you play through the campaigns in Warcraft 1 and 2, only one of those campaigns is actually canon. I did not know that, actually. Um, my, yeah, only, my, in... my only time playing Warcraft 2 is uh, when it was on the, the Mega Drive or the Genesis for you uh, mm-hmm. United States people and I never finished it because I was young and you know <laughs> my first my first yeah. Blizzard PC game was Diablo 2 so yeah. I, I didn't really get into Warcraft that much until World of War until I got playing World of Warcraft itself so yeah so I, I got super invested in the story um, come what was it what did I say Warcraft 3 yeah Warcraft 3 uh, and as a matter of fact I didn't start playing world of warcraft until wrath of the lich king was announced because since i was super invested in the you know the arthur storyline and, and all that yeah you know when world of warcraft was announced it's like oh you can fight a dragon i'm like okay there's lots of games where you can fight dragons <laughs> <laughs> who cares That's and then it. they're like and they're like hey remember that guy arthas that at the end of the frozen throne campaign effectively won well you can kill him now it's like okay sign me up yeah yeah we're doing that now <laughs> brilliant stuff and uh joining me as always and joining Jin as well this week is the friendliest gnome this side of uh mechagon who has yet to be roboticized mechanized whatever you want to call it mr frasley how are you doing sir i'm doing great i i emailed into the half hour report today asking if i could if it'd be okay like i'm hearing good things about, about becoming robotic like maybe I don't have to sleep anymore. That's one thing that would be interesting for me. If I could not sleep ever again, I'd have so much more time. But considering the amount of projects that you have on your plate at all times, not being able to sleep would probably do you well. I imagine. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Be able to be like, okay, uh, here's the Frazzlecast. I'll edit it out. Here you go. Well, Brilliant stuff. I don't, did you did you read the comic Frasley, the the Megagon comic? Yes, and then they okay. talked about that. I'm just I'm like. Keep in mind, there may be some side effects related to becoming a robot. Small ones. It's very, very so, small ones. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you may not have to sleep anymore, but the quality of your show may be severely degraded. <laughs> well, it will just become a, a, a King Mechagon. Uh, what's the word? Oh, my God. Begins with a P. Oh, Promotional my. Promotional video? Kind of. Propaganda. 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 That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. You Propag- need to bow down to King Mechagon right now. That's what it would sound like, too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, for those of you uh, tuning in for the first time, or for those of you who don't know what we do, we talk about what we've done in the world of Warcraft in, since we uh, last got together. 
Uh, and then we talk about some other bits and pieces in the show. Today we'll be talking about uh, the Raceful World first as it continues. Uh, we're going to have some speculation on 8.3 and maybe beyond. And then we'll just talk about what we're aiming to do in the following weeks. Because uh, there's lots to do in game right now. I think it's, it's really weird going from one side of the game where we've had not a lot to then suddenly too much. There's no safe balance. But those are what we'll be talking about today. So, Mr. Jin, as you are the guest... What have you done in Azeroth? Not as much as I'd like, honestly. <laughs> um, but lately, I have been playing as much as I could find time, which hasn't been a lot. So I'm still stranded on the ground, still okay. running around uh, Najatar, trying to uh, rep up as much as I can with, uh, with Najatar and, and Mechagon or Rustbolt Resistance. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm uh, I'm pretty close to, to revered in Najatar because I've definitely spent probably the majority of my 8.2 time in there. Those uh, Rust Bolt though, they're they're not. I think we're barely friendly. <laughs> but apparently, there's like if you just run around and kill things and keep making stuff. So maybe I'll just do that one day. Yeah. So it can be it there. can be a lot of fun. I found it's really weird because in Mechagon especially in the early days because people were building construction sites and you had anti-grav packs you could pick up and if you were lucky on day one to kill Ross Feather and get the anti-grav blueprint then you were basically flying around Mechagon in essentially uh, be able to do everything and just use items on the floor and bits and pieces and being able to fly so Mechagon was really cool but then you get through Nashdatar and the minute you can fly Nashdatar it becomes a hundred percent more fun to do and like so much easier so, yeah, I can see that because I've been running around on my warrior doing my heroic leap and what is that? The little slowy down shout, whatever it's called. <laughs> it's like, just like, no, leave me alone. Stop it. No way. Yeah, um, but I did manage to get some rating in. So my team is currently the seven out of eight. We just made it to Ashara recently. So cool. Yeah, cool. Well, I, I've done I've done most of the stuff. What have you thought of the raid? Well, it's been very fun so far, at least the bosses I have seen. But strangely enough, I have not seen the first three bosses. Oh, right. <laughs> I keep missing Tuesdays. I'll, I'll, be on, I'll, be honest, I'll be honest with you. You've not missed much. Okay. Um, yeah, so I've done <laughs> I've done Ashbane. I've done the guy with the weird pools that keep dropping from the thing. And then you got to throw through Gauntlet. Oh, Orgazoa. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also did the one dude who... Got the tentacle kind of poking out of the side of the walls, and you go to the different dimensions. So we cool. killed him. Yep. Yeah. Nyquil, sure. Nyquil. Yeah, Nyquil too. Puts you to sleep. Um, and then there was there. someone else that I think I killed. I don't know who he was. Uh, I'm a Fury so Warrior. If, you, if you've done the last f the stuff after the first three, you would have done Ashvane, Orgozoa, Queen's Court, and Zakul. Oh, yeah, that's the one. Queen's Court. Yeah. I did that one. That was kind of a boring one. Yeah, it's not brilliant, that one. Um, is that the one where you have to be very kind to Ashara, or is that later on? Um, I don't know if you can see Ashara in there. You, you, well, okay. in the you do fight, see Ashara. You she she is part stuff. of the fight. She does, like, decrees and stuff. It's, basi it's basically the phase one of the actual Queen Ashara fight, technically. Mm. Um... Yeah, Danny, have you been up to anything else this week, my sir? Or, or has like, your time been limited and that's been pretty much about what you've got up to this week? 
In terms of WoW, that's about it. I've been just trying to get that reputation up. Yeah, being able to fly is... It's interesting, because it's just... you. you once you can fly, I find that is you're like... I can just take a big, deep breath. I can fly, and I can just chill and do my own thing at my own pace. It's nice. But Mr. Frasley, uh, you've been a very busy bee this week from what I've been watching on Twitter. What have you been up to in Azeroth this week? So I've been really trying and trying, and I've been grinding away. So I am about 500 away from Rustbolt. So probably by the time this is released, hopefully... I'll have Rustbolt all done and revered. And then I am about 4,000 away from Waveblade from Revered. So I am That's a couple that... of days. Yeah. Yes. And like I was, I got in, like yesterday I didn't get it. And today I don't know if I'll get it, but I'm hoping, I'll be hoping real soon, hoping to have flying because there was one day I was trying to get over to one of the Runelock chests. Could not find it for the life of me. And it was like, it must have been, like in the Jara, the map's really weird. You think you're here, but you're actually over here. But you think you're over here. It's like that way to go here. And I'm, I'm trying to follow the path. The paths lie. I think that the whole map is designed by a sadist. I think there's somebody who just loves, probably sees people dying to their death. There's one time I fell down a crater, and because I did, I used Heroic Leap, I survived, but I almost died. I mean, it's, oh, Nestor, I've got words. Like, I like the layout is in like the the quest progression of Nesnar because mm -hmm. Megagon is a little bit is a little bit harder for me like it's a little bit too ambiguous I like I like a little bit of hand holding but Nesnar's layout ugh, I mean I, I get what they're going for but it's really making me want flying I think it's lot. I think Nesnar is very thematic of where it is and that's its big sticking point compared to yeah. Megagon which is just an island but I think one it, of the other good things about Mechagon is that it's just small and compact. It's like about a third of the size of Nazdatar, I think. Yeah. Somebody worked it out to be. And I do like that I know where I'm going in Mechagon. I mean, I, like, and I'm finally getting the the handle of like, this is over here, this is over here. I, I feel like I know the area, I know where to go. So it's become a, I, I log in each day and do the dailies. So mm -hmm. I like it. But I would say first, from the first hand, Nazdatar caught my attention more which is why i actually spent more time in nazdar in the beginning and now i like i spend in both of them but yeah that's really a lot of what i've been doing is just trying to get that pathfinder getting so close and just cursing those naga who keep killing me oh and did i tell you i was a bully i, I kept shoving these bloodfin murlocs and finally i then was able to enslave one of the uh bloodfin murlocs as a pet so do you know there's actually an achievement for pushing a hundred of those Murlocs around? I know, and I, I got it before that, but now I got to go back and be a, got to keep shoving them even more. So it's like, I got to go back and be bully fries again. It's, it's how to spawn that rare. You've got to push so many Murlocs around and that, and that spawns them. So I didn't find and, that out until the other day. And enough people were, 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 were shoving them that it, it spawned the, the king. I mean, I happened to be there because like, it was like taking forever. I don't have the achievement though, so. Oh, boo. Oh, what have I been up to? Oh, another busy week playing catch up after my holiday. That's what that's what that was. So, um, caught up on the raiding. I've cleared all of normal this week, and we literally just killed heroic uh, Nyquil today, <laughs> like about, about a couple of hours ago, actually. And then we saw Ajara, and um, that's a fight. 
That's definitely a fight that is on Heroic. Um, not looking forward to doing some proper strategy on that. Otherwise, you know, I, I think I hit Exalted this week. Yeah, hit Exalted with both reps this week. Managed to tie off a lot of things because I, uh, I switched mains uh, when I took a break after the Battle of the Zara Law. So I've come back playing my Demon Hunter and I've got all, nearly all the reps back up to max and everything else. Um, otherwise, I don't think it's really been enough. I'm trying to push that Azerite to... Uh, 60 so I can see that next crucible of flame law quest thing with the rest of the dragons and everything else so I probably hopefully get it on Wednesday with reset and the uh, artifact knowledge, but that's about it really It's another 55,000 as right. I need It's a lot It's too much Are you uh, on uh, 69 right now? No, wait, 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 wait. 59 if I was at 69 chasing 70 I'd be them I'd be I'd be better than the world first skills in terms of Azerite farming. I'll tell you that much. Um, I felt good just getting 50. So I'm finally at 50 now. So that's good. That's good. 50 is 52 is good as well. It's fine. But um, I found out something. So, Jin, I'm a big mount collector. That's what, that's what I, I do. Yeah. So I have 415 unique mounts on one character right now. And I found out the other day... That not only is there uh, a Paragon mount from uh, the Waveblade, which is shared with the Horde Paragon, but apparently the the Unshackled, the Horde version of the Waveblade ones, the mount you can buy Exalted for 250 is usable on, either, on both factions. So if I want to stay on top of it, I have to farm Exalted Rep on a Horde to get a mount for my alliance character to use. That's insane. Mm -hmm. Feels like blasphemy, but all right. Feel like feel like mounts. Gotta well, do what you gotta do. I mean, I've leveled. I've got two max level horde characters specifically for the war campaign, because uh, it's interesting. Well, a because it gives you a mount because it's an achievement for doing both sides, um, but also because the war campaign is very different on both sides, even though they interlock a lot. So you'll you'll do it on Horde and you'll be like, oh, I know where this fits in in the timeline on the on the Alliance campaign. But they're two relatively different stories and they both tell different things. So it's definitely worth doing at least once. It's almost like have... taking all of your classes through in Legion to do all the class hall stories. Yeah, I have a I have a Horde character. It's a demon hunter still at 100. That's fine. <laughs> Funny, funny thing is, if you get that to 120, because you're Blood Elf, you can still do the Blood Elf Heritage quest on it. Oh. Well, I should do that. Eventually. Eventually. As soon as I find time. <laughs> and I, I'm going to get the Horde version of the Tides of Vengeance, because once you get the, the Two Sides of Every Tale, you get a Wolf Mount in the Alliance. So I was working on that before 8.2 dropped. And once 8.2 is all done, like I get the flying... I'm going to go back to the Horde and keep working on that one again. In between his Iron Man and his everything that he does. Yeah. And then my other games and all that, like killing myself a lot in the Outer Worlds. Yeah. But um, we'll talk about some news. The biggest news is obviously that the race for World First is still ongoing. Uh, I'm not, have you guys managed to catch up with any of it? Is it interesting to you at all? No, not for Jin at all. Okay, that's not a problem. I've been following it because at some point I'm going to have to report on it. I mean, and, and, and talk about it. So I've not been watching them, but I've been seeing like I've, I've, who's been doing stuff because 
I find the whole thing fascinating, just the concept of it and the concept that these sports, what we thought, I love that sports is being redefined. I think it's uh, interesting to see how it's evolved from um, not so much the conception, but how it's just evolved over the course of this expansion. And it's changed from uh, a not being streamed event to method streaming it for the first two um, big raid tiers, as it were, to now we have this event where nearly all the top guilds like around the world like asia korea us eu are now streaming their progress and between the main uh, between the method stream and the red bull stream we get to see all the different aspects it's a good thing for method specifically because now instead of everybody who's in that world first racing the tactics they employ they also get to see the tactics other people employ as well and so they're able to use those a lot more and progress faster but as a casual onlooker, and I think we mentioned this in a small part, it's been absolutely positively interesting to watch. My only, my only aside is, and my only real problem with it is that they're both focusing a lot on method and limit on each stream. Obviously, because they're the top two that are on Ashara right now, but it's really uh, Twitch chat being Twitch chat is. If you're watching the method stream if it's not method that's being shown and it's one of the other guilds even if methods asleep they're like where's method and you know it's it's really weird but it's fun to watch and i'll tune in every now and again when i have some time but otherwise it just stays as a muted tab off to the side while i'm focusing on bits and pieces it's almost like the twitch stream is the stadium because we, we have a stadium here that, that's kind of named after our big hockey team Right. And whenever they're not there, there is kind of that feeling like, okay, we're here to watch hockey. It's fun, but who's this team that's there? I, and I, I've been to one of those games. Like, you, you, I got right up to the ice because the tickets did not cost an arm and a leg. Though, if I have the mechano, I could replace those arm and legs. But yeah, it, it it does feel weird when your team's not there with their skill. <laughs> it's it's the known puns, isn't it? Every time. <laughs> yep. It's, it's it, isn't it? <laughs> I broke you into a knife. It, it? Um, oh no, it's it's interesting. It'll be it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it can evolve from here. I mean, as I said, my only my only drawback is that I'd like to see more focus on the other guilds. Like, I think there's like at least five guilds that are on Mythic Nyquil, as it is, as you've now called it. So that's all I can call it now. Um, <laughs> uh, which is interesting, but it's a hell of a boss to watch doing on a mythic difficulty especially as someone who used to do uh progression rating way back in the day i haven't really done that since warlords now so that's interesting though um i'm guessing it's just not something that's just on your on your sphere then Jin. like you just raid hey, to you... get the story and that's about it yeah it used to be i i think the last time i actually followed the race to world first was when paragon was still a thing like, right. I remember reading all about them and then the fact that something happened and da 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 and now they dropped down to a 10 man and then they changed it to mythic only 20. You needed 20 members and then they stepped out and then yeah. they're like, alright, we're not doing it anymore and I was like, oh, my team left so I stopped paying attention. That's fair enough. Um, It's, def it's definitely interesting to me, at least. I like watching it. Like, 
More so than, say, the Mythic Dungeon Invitational, and definitely more than, like, PvP. PvP, I, I don't get. I enjoy dipping in my toe into it to enjoy playing it, but watching it, no. <laughs> okay. That, 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 that's how I feel with ballroom dancing. I like dancing, but I don't like watching it. Ah. But yes, uh, two guilds are currently on Mythic Ashara now. Uh, people are averaging about 400 pulls it's going to take to kill that thing. Uh, Limit have had a pretty pretty full-on day doing it. Uh, Method have only just quit killed uh, Mythic Zakul tonight after they spent a whole day yesterday doing heroic split runs for gear. So, who knows? Like, either, it's, uh, it's, either it hits reset and it's still alive and then they, everybody gets a whole week worth of gear. Uh, and I think... I can't remember if Una actually survived a reset. I'll have to check that out for next week. Um... And then it'll go down next week with an extra bunch of gear because it seems very mechanics focused rather than just a big bat to hit. So, who knows? Um, but yeah, the the biggest thing I'd like to talk about today is it's been a topic that we dip into every now and again. Jin, have you seen the cinematic from the end of the raid from when you beat Ashara? Yes, Brilliant. I do not mind spoilers. So I no, no, I'll that's watch fine. Them as soon as they come out, no, that's good. Um. I'd like to talk about speculation on where we're going to go with the story for the next patch, more so than the expansion, because we've done a lot of expansion speculation stuff. And I know from previous stuff, you're not a big speculation man, but being interested in the lore, it's always good to get someone who's interested in where the story can go. Um, so obviously there, there are two directions the rest of this expansion can go, and we've been told, shown two different hints. Either we can get the raid on Thunderbluff and uh, we can fight back Sylvanas, or we can get Nihilotha and we'll see Nazoth and Ashara. Either way, I mean, if we get if we get the raid on Thunderbluff and the and fighting off Sylvanas, I imagine we'll get the full expansion, which is what a lot of people are theorizing is that we'll get an entire Old God expansion. What are your guys' thoughts on where the story's heading for the next patch? I think if I were to make a guess, I think it's going to lean more towards something to do with Sylvanas and or, you know, Thunderbluff type thing in 8.3. Because I'm basing, and really my, I'm basing my speculation off that because I think, I really think 9.0 is going to be very old gaudy. So, it, and it very easily could be the, the last boss of the, you know, Battle for Azeroth is Nizoth, and we still have uh, an old god expansion. So, but and uh, I, I guess my only speculation, the only reason why I have the speculation is because if you look at the Warbringers cinematics, Jaina was a boss, Ashara was a boss. The only one we were missing now is Sylvanas. So, and like Nylotha to me, with Argus, they. There have been interviews that Blizzard put out that they kind of regret putting Argus as a just a patch city, so they're making like a this whole area. And Nylotha, I don't know if Blizzard would want to repeat that again. And I and I can see Nylotha being big enough for a big city zone. You'd like to see Nylotha as the continent for the expansion. Yeah, and I think that would work because then if they are looking to at least redo some stuff in the old zones, mm -hmm. say, hey, here's your big continent. 
and then over around Azeroth, you'll see changes here and there throughout the world. But here's your big thing. Because if we go with with Nilotha for the end of eight of eight point three, then what's what's left is just redoing Azeroth and nine point or un unless there's something that we're not seeing there. Okay, um, I think we I think it'd be nice to see something with Sylvanas. I would like to see less a raid on Thunderbluff because the last thing everybody's made uh, very big draw lines between Battle for Azeroth and Mr. Pandaria. Uh, the the big information we were given when they were trying to sell Pandaria to us is putting the war back into Warcraft. They did the same with BFA. We got a whole new continent. Mists has ended us going to a Horde city to fight off the War Chief. This if this ends up going to another Horde city to fight off another War Chief. It has very strong parallels. Um I would much rather see us tie up the the rest of the storyline with Gorak Tull and the Shadowlands and maybe see uh, Vol'jin and try to wrap up that storyline as well. Because there's a whole lot of death that's been, and the death and the Shadowlands and everything else has been pushed towards us and everything else. And it would be nice to see everything and just to see where exactly Sylvanas has been pushed within these, whether she's actually been whether she's actually been twisted by old god influence or used by it or in actual fact she's just trying to martyr herself to bring the alliance and the horde together to work against this knowing old god threat that old god threat that she knew was coming there's there's lots of different ways i think it can go but i i think being spot on thinking that we're going to finish sylvanas is probably going to be the best although i'd rather it not be i'd rather the battle for thunderbuff be like a battle for a battle of undercity type scenario and then actually have a raid that's not Thunderbluff. That's, that's a personal yeah. thing, though. Yeah, I, I definitely get the idea of not wanting to raid another Horde City. Because eh, as a super alliance-biased person, I don't care about raiding Horde Cities. I'm I'm fine destroying all your stuff. It's, <laughs> it's good. I, I don't... It's your Horde, I don't care. Burn it all down. Um, but, eh, I definitely do not like the idea of, you know, been there, done that, you know, like, like we said, we, we took down Gary cause Gary was kind of a dork and, eh, he stepped all over things that he probably shouldn't have. And, you know, when you kick even the trolls out of the horde, that's, come on, that's, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you think, Fraz? Like. Would you prefer to see the raid on Thunderbluff, or would you like to see a Sylvanas raid that's not a Horde city? I would love to see now, for story-wise, because this would be interesting. If you say Sylvanas, gnomes, God help me. If you say anything <laughs> gnome-related, God help me. No, but Stormwind. I'm trying to think because Sylvanas wants to take down Stormwind, I, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm reaching back two before the storm I, i'm kind of reaching back a little bit there mm -hmm. but it would be interesting to end the city instead of being a horde city that they attack that sylvanas has been planning something on the alliance because wasn't there a, even a line about how like the, the 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 boy king has been hiding something yeah it's uh we mentioned this last week one of ilganoff's whispers is that the boy king uh will lie three times 
we've it's already been mentioned by Sylvanas that he's lied to his people. So that's one of the ones as anything else as well. So it'll be interesting. Um a lot of people a lot of people think that it's more to come with the next expansion as well with uh, maybe lying to Gen as well as a way to work with the Horde. Um, and that's why it would Because it's going to kick up all this fuss about the Alliance never has inner turmoil. And Torando will be a big thing in there. And she'll be the new Jaina and be like, those those guys burnt my tree. I, Darkshaw's not enough. I want vengeance still. I agree. They deserve it. Yeah. Be be because... <laughs> I, I I think we need to we need to burn something of the horde because they burn something of I mean like well you two are very you two have come across very staunch alliance. That's yeah no I I don't hide it. <laughs> um, yeah I, I I definitely think that um, Silver Moon should burn next. Yeah. Well, I like Silver Moon. Careful, it's time to burn it. With all the aerosol hairspray, that yeah, Eastern Kingdoms, you stupid. Horror. I mean, I mean, I mean at, at least it means that they wouldn't have to rebuild it for flying at any point, and people can stop asking for it then. Oh yeah, yes, they will cause... just take their Sunwell too, because you know, like yeah, I said, that's true. Yeah. That works at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it's like, hey, oh, we need to burn the tree because there's an alliance presence over in Kalimdor. Fine, we'll burn your cities and get out of Eastern Kingdoms. And get rid of the Exodar now. They've got a spaceship. They can get the uh, the space goats can go home, so they yeah, can leave. Then, they can... Uh, all players yeah. playing Draenei have to re-roll because the Draenei said, nope, we're done with this. <laughs> we're yep. going home. And, and and all of them go on and start a talk show. Space goes coast to coast. Oh, God. Nice. Jesus, that's a reference and a half that people aren't going to get. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Um, this show is great. Goodness gracious me. Um, but I'm yeah. Zorak. What are you doing? <laughs> okay, let's go. I don't know. Um, I think... Moving forward into a 9.0 and we get Nihilotha as a continent on its own, I think they'll still try to rebuild some parts of the world. I think a large portion of it is going to be a focus on the infinite dragonflight again. Maybe the Twilights as well, uh, based on what we found from the island expeditions in bits and pieces. But I think Nazoth's... I think... A, I think a big step of the first patch, because... Judging from the Heart of Azeroth storyline with the Crucible of Flame... The bronzes aren't actually part of anything to add their essence into the actual heart of Azeroth that I've found yet. Because it's been blacks, greens, the next step is reds, and then it's blues at 70. So the bronzes haven't been any part of that. So I'm thinking Nazoth might make the push to get Murazond in our timeline. Which is good, because I would love to see more Caverns of Time raids and dungeons, because it's been a while. And, and yes. we just got a portal to Caverns of Time. I, I know that Indeed. was... It's amazing. It was, it was kind of a... We're, we're, we're taking it out for like 8.2, but the way that they put it in so easily... Mm. And it fits so well in the portal room. It really does. It does. Yeah. I don't know. More... More fucking around with the timelines, please. I like that yes. storyline. I, I, we I, just I, need I, a TARDIS. Warlords of Drano, best expansion. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But no, so uh, all the sarcasm I can muster. That's it. In a, I mean, they've been they've been hinting more and more in uh, Infinite Dragonflight, fucking around. Basically, uh, they made the uh, they gave us a reason to go into Black Temple and Orduar, saying there's been infinite pushback and everything else. We've still got the mirrors online to redeem because that's still going to happen, and there's a true end time to see and everything else. Plus, there's just bits and pieces off the islands that are saying that the infinites are still around. And the twilights are still at the bottom of Grimpatol, and there's a lot more down there. There's apparently Sinestra is still a thing. So... So... I'm not sure I'm not sure if you've done any of the island expeditions and got any of the questing stuff. But the, the twi if you get the item, which is the Twilight Dragonstone, you take it to the, the Crimson Redoubt in... Um, the twilight highlands there's a whole part of that which turns around and goes that there's still a, there's a leader of the twilights the trogs have dug deeper into grim Batol and they found way more twilight eggs than what we first saw when we went in there as a dungeon and there's someone leading it and that the leader of them which i believe oh my brain's gonna fart on this because there's a storyline where you go to deep home i think in legion and there's a twilight dragon there that you fight. And she says that she still talks to Sinestra in the great beyond. So Sinestra is still a thing. She's apparently in space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's if you're, what the great if you're talking to us, Frasley, you are space. muted by the way, my dude. Oh, I would love to go to space. <laughs> We've been to space. We've been to <laughs> space know, already. I want spaceships. And, we I mean, had a spaceship. Yeah, we have the it. Alliance have a spaceship. It's literally parked above Stormwind. Pew, pew, pew. It's got a big gun on it and everything. Yeah, well, why don't we Lightforge use it? Dren I have like a, a racial that goes pew, pew. We do. Lightforge Dren I do have that. It's true. Yeah, see, it's just there's a spaceship that follows around all Lightforge Dren I players. It just goes pew, pew. That's it. It's brilliant stuff. Uh, I want more infinite dragons. That's all I'm going to say. I want more raids and more dungeons in the caverns of time. I want it. I want it. I want yeah. it. I want it. I want it. Yeah. To uh, plug Ellie on um, Dungeon Fables, just like the more people run the caverns of time, the more I want more of it. Like, I never experienced it as a current content, but th there's so much more we could do because time travel stuff is it's fun. And it's at least fun reliving. Like, I enjoyed the scenarios of Mr. Pandaria for that mm -hmm, reason. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, while we've still got a little bit of time, Jin, I'd like to get your opinion on something. Do you sure. think that even with World of Warcraft being continuous and everything else, there is still scope for Blizzard to turn around and make a Warcraft 4 or make an external, external game that people will want to play to get more story? That self-contained... That's not self-contained within itself, but allows them to create these new characters that aren't restricted to the written word. You see, I want to say yes, but ultimately I don't think in terms of the Blizzard financials would they oh, ever yeah, do it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, they have talented enough writing staff that they could come up with a storyline that would make sense and maybe even there's a expansion that just like you know jumps over the events of that you know standalone game and goes right into what the applications were 
Or you can even create something that, oh, this happens like 200 years in the future and a lot of the people that, you know, you know and love are now long gone. You know, no more Jaina, no more no more this, no more that, blah, blah, blah. Because they're all dead because they're humans, but Tyrande's still around. Cool. Okay, so <laughs> here's the point. Uh, have, have you, I presume you've unlocked the, uh, no, you probably haven't done. Have you seen the Maghar Orc unlock storyline at all? I have watched a YouTube video on it. Yes. Okay, so you're you're aware of the story of what's happened in um, alternate Draenor then, with the yeah. light. Yeah. So what if we got a game that really shows that? Could work. I mean, I, I think that goes back to what Blizzard likes to say is, if you can find the fun, yeah, it would totally be good. But uh, I don't see them doing a uh, a, a Warcraft four any time in the foreseeable oh, no. future it just, no, just no. doesn't yeah. make sense but w could they absolutely yeah no i think they have enough talent i, I just think it's possibly the best way to appease a player base that wants content in a game and storyline in a game that doesn't want to read a book essentially because the big the biggest complaint that i see from Everywhere and this this uh, this scales a lot back to Destiny. I think Destiny was the biggest one that actually got a big fallback for it, is because ninety percent of the content of their story was directed from the game to go to like their website to look at more of it. And I think that's what Blizzard's getting a lot of flack for is that a lot of the content that they're trying to do to progress the story because it's easier to have it in a book form is to just make a book that bridges that they've done that since holy hell shattering i want to say with the cataclysm because that was the first really book bridging the story yep yeah it was the shatter mm. that was the first one and then no war crimes was that to be a fate war crimes did, did um it kind of moved into warlords of draenor because yeah. that was the the because that was the aftermath of uh, Miss Pandaria that yeah. led into. I'm trying you know, to think if there was a. Trap. There wasn't a book that bridged Cataclysm to Miss, was there? Like, the only story they did was. It was <sighs> Tides of War with Jaina. Of course it was. Oh my goodness. Of course it was. I love that book. Yeah. That book is amazing, that story. Um, Never read it. Yeah, that's again. That's another one of those books that are on the on the list. On the read. list to do, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, um, I'll do it eventually. Yeah, you'll get there. There's a lot. There's a lot to read. Uh, are you aiming to try and get through all of the the legends stories as well? They're like short little side stories, but some of them are actually pretty good. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the uh, the show that we are going to be recording tomorrow is about the first guardian. So yeah. That was one ah, of the legend storylines. Yes, that's a good. It's a good, good little thing as well. Every now and again, mm -hmm. when you when you look past the convoluted plot point and everything else, but it's it's a fun little read. Yeah, I actually learned something quite a bit when doing those uh, show notes. I was like, "Who's this Meryl guy?" And I'm like, "Whoa, this guy's awesome." Mm. Do, you, do you know anything about Meryl Fellstorm? He used to be known as yeah. yeah Meryl Winterstorm. I think it was his original name. Then yeah, he then he was Storm. undead. And... I only yeah, know Meryl Streep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Meryl Meryl Fellstorm, he's the only undead that actually turned himself undead because he had too much stuff to do. Yep. A, he's a, wow. He's a, he's a, he's an interesting little character. And he plays a, a big part in the Mage Order Hall as well. 
Yeah, he's the guy that drags you around. Because I was like, I was reading it. And I'm like, this is just a, no, come on. This doesn't make sense. This guy's not canon. And then I was like, nope, he's totally the one dragging you around in Legion. Wait, is, but, is he know, a gnome? Him. No, he's no, undead. He's oh, oh, undead. Okay. No, there are undead gnomes. So I was trying yeah, to. He is a undead human. I won't say forsaken because he's not forsaken. He, no. he did it to himself. Oh, yes. The mage home. Yes. That, that guy. Mm-hmm. You don't know who what we're talking about, do you, Brad? No, I've been in the main order <laughs> hall. I, I've been in the main order hall. I, I had an orc mage as my main. An orc mage? Yes. A night elf mage, which uh, barely makes sense. Well, it does. Highborn. That's what they are. Uh, uh, me, orc. Me, use flame. Me, burn hand. Ow. Me, use ice. Put out fire. Me, have arcane. <laughs> Me like purple. <laughs> Me, yes, it isn't it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I'm. I don't know. I think there's a lot to do. I, t I tell you, I tell you one game I would like Blizzard to do, and it's so far out the realms of what they would actually ever do. I would like a Warcraft Musao game, like uh, Dynasty Warriors. I think it can work. Use the dra use the bronze dragonflight, but th think about how you could just have random heroes throughout time just put into different scenarios. You could have players Varian, Rin, and Jaina at defending against the first war, and just fighting off a tide of orcs and 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 everything else. Just you can go mental with Musao games, and I think it can just be a little bit of fun. Yeah, I mean, Legend of Zelda did that with with Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. I think it would be, they could definitely work Love with. The people who who run Dynasty Warriors or make their own, that would that would be real. Yeah. Like like those big epic battles, yeah. Hmm. That would be interesting. Probably... I would like to see a. I personally, I want to see, and, and this doesn't have to be Warcraft. They can do it in Starcraft too. I want to see a, a tactics type type game. One of my one of my favorite series of like of all time is the the Fire Emblem series. So. Oh yeah. Um, I need I'm... more of those, please. I didn't grow up on Fire Emblem per se, but the, the Sega equivalent was Shining Force, which was the turn-based um, RPG stuff. So, yeah, I get that. I love Fire Emblem. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, troublesome. <laughs> troublesome is what I want to say. But um, it's the same. Especially, like, especially the Wii version. Ooh, that one was hard. Yes, it was very hard, actually. It's very difficult. Um, something I think we talked about recently was mobile games and we know we know blizzard are working on mobile games but again it's just a way that they could just tell a story just something that's extra yeah and with the um as we said like they can put out a mobile game much faster than they can put out a big game because with the screen you need a little less work than you need for like a, a i PC game. i wouldn't say it takes less time to make a mobile game than it does anything else um the, the 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 difference is not making it just a standard clone of something else. True, that, that's, be, that's the problem. Because there was the report that uh, Tencent did a Diablo Immortal clone. Well, Diablo and, and Diablo Immortal is a clone of a yeah. Tencent of a Tencent game already. So and and someone says that that, that Tencent made a a clone of that one, and it's not going over well. No. So, so yeah, if, if they do the mobile game, it has to be good. Well, and right now. With the being having the Blizzard stamp of approval has to be a good game on They're mobile. Just, the Blizzard, as Jin said, like Blizzard have a good writing team. They brought yeah. Christy Golden onto the actual 
story team to improve the story of the game and how it's going and everything else. It's just they just need to utilize it properly, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think I think yeah, if, okay. if I think if Blizzard turned around and went, here's a Warcraft mobile game. It tells a story that's you know, I was and people will go, mobile games, especially after last year. Or just battle pets. I was using all this whole weekend. I was uh, I was actually playing World of Warcraft from my phone using the the companion app until I ran out of order resources. It's the only downside. <laughs> I think a battle pet mobile app has been wanted since they announced them for Mists of Pandaria. To be fair. Yeah, like I haven't played Wizard, Wizard Unite, but I would love if it, if it was Warcraft and it, it synced up with my WoW game, I'd be all in. Get me know. out of my walks. I don't know. It's the, there's a lot to want. There's a lot to think about and everything else. And I don't know. We've got where are we at? We're at the end of July. November's not too far away. It's only three three and a half months away until we know what we're getting. You got any wishes for BlizzCon? Other than nine, knowing what's 9.0 and coming in 8.3? Me or uh, Jin? Or Jin. Um, honestly, all my wishes for BlizzCon are just to see all the cool people that I've met doing this silly podcast. So uh, everything above that. Everything life, above that. Real life wishes? Yeah, <laughs> real life wishes. I don't know if you've listened to my podcast. Uh, usually when it's like, how you, how's your week? I don't actually give a crap what, what i've done in game because i don't have a lot of time to play in game so i just tell people what i what i've really done in life so that's uh, my thing um but if i were to talk about in-game wishes i want to see oh the black empire is coming because i want to see more black empire stuff i want to know what did zalatath you know f off to go do yeah <laughs> like she's like oh i'm a void elf now why'd you yeah. pick void elf it's weird yeah, so uh, I want to see what's up with that. I want to know what's going on with the the old gods, and and I, I still want to know what's with the what, what like what exactly is a void lord? I mean, it's like oh, it's a void lord. They created the old gods. Yeah. And so I want to know more about that. I also want to know more about the light because apparently the lights kind of they're more about okay. order. They're more about order than goodness and morality. Because, yeah. Because I don't know that uh, an Illidan one felt a little. Felt a little. It's almost. Know. It's almost as if light and dark are shades of gray. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> is, is it more of the gray or Fifty Shades? Pick yeah, <laughs> one. Yeah. Pick one. What about um, you, Franz? Have you got any wishes for BlizzCon? Game well, I or got... real life wise? Like absolutely. So um, I already got gnomes. Uh, oh, so I, I I feel good. But no regard, maybe. Or what if we got now? Real one is Tinker class or Bard. I will, because we are due for another class. So I, I wanted to see what what class they're bringing in in this version, and I want to see where the story is going. I've been hooked in the story. Like, I don't think we're getting the story fast enough, but I am loving the story overall. And like when we get new pieces, I, I'm loving it. So I cannot wait to see what we're getting. So I'm excited for that. And of course, yeah, no regard. No regard. I think the story is coming out plenty fast, especially for someone who has as much time to play as I do. Yeah, yeah. As we said at the top of the show, eight point two is a patch with too much to do. Yeah, um, I, like 
it almost would have been fine to be like give us ha a story and then give us some stuff in like 8.2.5 i mean it would have been well 8.2.5 is gonna have worgen and goblin stuff isn't it so yeah Ooh. i only care about the worgens i feel like i feel like this may actually want be one of the expansions where i don't take a break after getting ahead of the curve because it's like i still have things to do <laughs> i'm not done yeah uh, I think I think once I get to a point of I'm done with Nashitara Mechagon, I'm gonna end up going back and start getting the leveling stuff done because I've got lots of stuff I need to get to 120 because I at least want all my alliance stuff up and anything that's got a heritage by the end of the expansion. That's that's the dream goal, and I don't think we'll get an expansion until at least this time next year. So at the earliest, yeah, I think it worked well. I still like my, my dream for an expansion would be the beginning of, of July or, or June because I think it would be cool to go into a summer with an expansion. I don't want I, I'd rather the beginning of July because I've got a charity thing to do at the end of July at the end of June. Kind of that messing up with my with my Warcraft play and stuff. Sorry, no. <laughs> no. I would vote I would vote for end of July, early August because Summertime. that will finally be that will finally be i will be complete with a very large work project that we've is can has started last march and goes until next july so maybe i'll finally have time to play well, there we go then isn't it? just in time for a new expansion yes that would Good. be nice right uh i want to say have you got any goals in game for the next week i mean by the sound of it i think it's rep grind rep grind rep grind and for the raiders get a shower down no, I, I have one more goal. Okay. I want to get uh, at least level two of the Lucid Dream Essence, because, man, that thing's great. I love that one. What class do you play? I never actually asked. What do you mean? Fury Warrior. A Fury Warrior. So, yeah, it makes my rage generation go insane. <laughs> I love it. That's cool. Uh, I'm trying to get... what What's my essences that I'm working on? I should have World Vein, World Vein Rank 3 tomorrow. That's what I'm hoping yeah. for. Mm. Oh, oh for I forgot to tell you guys what, I ha what else I've done this week. I finished hard mode Mechagon yesterday. Nice, nice. It's um, it it's a lot of fun. Um, Mechagon in hard mode, but oh my god, the last the last fight is where it ramps up. It's I think we'll talk about it more next time, but um, oh my goodness, is it a fight? But yes, oh. Thank you very much for joining us this week, uh, Jin. Uh, it's been a fun little chat. Yeah, it's, thanks for having me. Can't, can't believe the hour has flown by already. Uh, yeah. Where can people find you on the realms of the internet if they wish to find you, Mr. Jin? Uh, if they wish to find me, the best place to uh, track me down is on Twitter, and that is at MorallyGrayPod. You can also go to MorallyGrayPod.com for, you know, podcasty stuff. And you can find the actual podcast on, I think I'm on literally everything except like Pandora because they have like weird restrictions. Yes. Are you with Libsyn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I will message you right after the show. There's a way to get you in. Oh, look oh. at him. Frasley with the knowledge. <laughs> Mr. Frasley, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me every week at gnomepodcast.com and also at my website frasley.com I, I i don't always like giving out social media because if, if if at some point twitter punts me out i don't want to have like 10 people to something that doesn't exist so yeah 
Brasley.com and gnomepodcast.com. You can find me on Twitter at Titans Creed. You can find my gaming Twitter at Gaming Phoenix. You can find this podcast and the video version up on YouTube.com slash Project Phoenix Productions. You can find the podcast all on various places around the internet. And you can find me live on Twitch five to seven days a week on Twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions. Thank you very much for watching if you've caught us live or if you're watching the vid on YouTube. And thank you very much for listening if you caught it on any of your podcast catchers. Thank you very much to our guest this week, Mr. Jin of Morally Grey Podcast. Thank you. And uh, once again, thank you very much to Frasley for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me every week. It's it's always fun. And I, as I told you last night, I've been loving getting to know you. Getting to know you. Getting to learn about you. Um, <laughs> until next time. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for watching and or listening. And as Frasley likes to tell us all, be awesome. Or as Raz says, be awesome. Be awesome. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you next time. <laughs>